Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Episode 65, how to overcome bumble, burnout, and online dating fatigue. This is a big one, we have no doubt. And we so hope you have been loving all of our episodes and especially these past few. I'm freaking loving them. I kept listening to Maria and Steve like over and over again because they were so cute. And we've really been covering a lot around dating. And we hope that what's starting to happen for you is twofold. One, that you're coming into your power that you really start to believe that you can absolutely have the life that you want. You can create what you want. And two, to see that everything is possible. Because at the end of the day, that's what the whole message of the new paradigm is about. That exactly what you desire, you have a right to have. And it's all possible. Breaking free from what we think, you know, all relationships are supposed to look like or that there's only one way. I was teaching Unblock Your Heart, my free workshop last night. And I talked about how powerful and amazing it is when you recognize that the soul of who you are is not supposed to look like anyone else, have the life that anyone else has. And the only way to come into that is through an abundance mindset. And that's been something I've been thinking about, especially when we come into burnout and dating fatigue, women get really one track minded and act like I have to make this app work, or I have to find my partner on this app rather than online dating freaking works. And I can teach you how to do it well, but it's not the only way. And so you have to open your heart and open your mind to the recognition that you can meet anybody anywhere and you can create love anywhere. And you are the love that's walking around town, wherever you go. And yeah, that's where, that's where I'm at this morning. <laughs> how, are you, how are you doing? What do you think about this? Um, yeah, I just, I just think that, you know, whenever we're trying to force something to happen or trying to like really attach to the result, attached to trying to get the thing, usually the opposite happens. It's like, have you ever had the experience where you go shopping and you're like, I need a dress for this event this weekend. And then you go to every store in the freaking city and there's no dress anywhere. And then you go shopping on another weekend when you don't need a dress and there's dresses freaking everywhere, right? It's mm. like this practice of non-attachment is such a huge, important piece of not detachment. Like I work with a lot of women who get to that place where they're di divorced and they're, they've been burned too many times in love. And so they become detached and they're like, hey, I just no longer care. 
and not attachment. And attachment looks like, where is he? Why can't I find him? I want a relationship right now. And like going on the date, looking for your boyfriend, looking for your husband, looking for the next thing. And it's being attached to the outcome is the very thing that actually pushes it away. And being detached also pushes it away because nobody can get in when you're detached. And so it's like learning how, and this is a practice that I have in all areas of my life, like learning how to really live from that place of non-attachment and of being like really in your heart and learning how uh, building a relationship. And this is my practice. You and I have been talking about this a lot lately, but building your relationship more with the divine where you're actually practicing surrendering and trusting to the magic of life and trusting that there is a greater plan for you and that you can't fuck it up and that you're not going to miss the boat and there's no like there's there's nothing you're going to do wrong other than maybe you're repelling love so when you can come to that place of just surrendering and trusting and using dating we've said this so many times but using dating as a tool to actually get to know yourself more and to connect with people, call it connecting instead of dating. Ooh, I'm going on a connecting app. I'm going to go connect and meet some interesting people and also meet some repulsive people and meet some weirdos and meet some amazing Mm -hmm. people and just allow yourself to, to play and to have fun with the experience of dating rather than like what causes the anxiety and what causes the heartache with dating is this this fierce attachment to a result, which is making it less likely that you're going to get the thing. Because I, let me tell you, if you go on a date and you are attached to a result, most likely, not most likely, if you are attached to the result, if you're on a date looking for your ideal partner, you are in your head, not your heart. And you are in your saboteur, you're in your protective mechanisms. If you're sitting across from someone and you're like, well, I don't think he's this enough. He's not that enough. Oh, I need him to be more like this. Or, oh, he's perfect because he's this, that, and the other. You don't actually know someone on the first date. So like this means your saboteur is leading the date and trying to control Mm. the outcome or in fantasy, these are different aspects of the saboteur. And so you, like the practice is to get into your heart and to actually just be in the experience experience and learn how to to date from a place of joy and connection and and truth and honesty and being boundaried when you need to be and like use it as a tool to grow a non-attachment is a practice where you first have to recognize that you are yes right like every all healing all consciousness starts with self-awareness and it was really hysterical last night people were like how do people have relationships without self-awareness and i'm like they don't and they're just really messy and it's ridiculous that we even attempt but we've spent decades being disconnected from ourselves and then we expect someone else to give us back to ourselves and it doesn't work like that but i really want to name burnout and dating fatigue and remind you that life is about what is my intention. If you don't have an intention for your day, for your life, for one month at a time, what do I want to create for myself? I think we end up in this really childish or critical space when we approach dating, especially when we've been dating for quote unquote, a really long time, whatever really long time means for anyone, where you get used to things happening a certain way. So there's a whole like expectation of, well, this probably isn't going to work, but I'm doing it because I think I'm supposed to, rather than 
if your intention is to find a great partner, you, I can feel my whole energy shift. Like that's my intention. And then attention follows your intention. If you are not clear on who you are, if you are not clear on what you want to create and you're paying attention to bullshit things, which is attached to someone sending the message the right way or asking you out on the fifth message. I mean, just really get honest with yourself. You probably have a million stories about what should be happening and what someone else should do for you rather than getting that you're an active and engaged participant in the unfolding of your love life. You are not in the passenger seat. You are not a princess and you're not an entitled queen who thinks it's someone else's job to do what you want them to do. And dating fatigue is 100% of the time a lack of intention. Mm. You are showing up half-heartedly, already deciding that it's going to suck and hoping someone else makes you happy rather than bringing an engaged, alive, connected rooted in your worth and remembering that you're amazing. And are you going to make great connections with everybody on a dating app? No, because that's a bullshit fantasy just as much as finding a perfect person. But is there so much potentiality and possibility for you to make great connections on a dating app? Yes. Yes. So dating fatigue is reminding you, wait a minute, am I connected to my intention? Am I connected to who I want to be through this process? And Am I connected to the fact that this is what I'm doing? I'm not just looking for a good time. I'm not looking for somebody to make me happy. I'm not just hoping and wishing that something great happens. I am the author of my love story. Who do I want to be through this? So fatigue is a lack of intention. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So true. And also like I'm thinking like fatigue and burnout, like if you are dating, like you're like addicted to Instagram and it's just one more addiction, one more place where your ego, saboteur, inner child are all looking for validation, you know, then it's a setup, obviously. And I I was talking to a client the other day and she said that, you know, she's a little bit nervous about getting online dating again, because last time she was on there, she like didn't have a lot of people asking her out. It was these conversations that never went anywhere. And she took that to heart. And of course, like there, there's going to be the part of us that does, that is seeking validation from that place. And, um, and so that part will always be there, but like, are you feeding the other part? Are you feeding your soul? Are you, how good are you feeling and how rooted are you feeling within yourself? Cause if you were dating, and you already are questioning your self-worth and you're already not feeling good enough in your life and you're already feeling empty, you know, maybe unfulfilled at work or unfulfilled in your life period, or you don't have solid sisterhood or you're not happy. Like if you're dating from this place, of course, when someone doesn't ask you out or when someone doesn't write you back or when you go on an amazing date and they ghost or whatever they don't call you after they don't text you again like when these things happen you have way less capacity to handle them if you're if you're going in from going in on this dating experience from a place of depletion 
that's why every, I mean, listen to go back and listen to every episode if you haven't, but every episode we talk about learning how to source your worth from within, learning how to feel good within, learning how to heal that relationship within yourself so that when you're dating and someone doesn't show up for you, that you don't make it mean anything about you. Cause guess right. what? It means nothing about you. When someone doesn't text you back, it's got nothing to do with you and everything to do with them right? If someone cheats on you, that's got nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Yes, it would be a relational dynamic. You play a part, but ultimately when something happens, like our saboteur ego wants to make it mean something about us. So I wasn't good enough. He didn't text me back. He didn't ask me on another date. Maybe, you know, if only I was more beautiful or more fit or more successful or whatever the thing is, your ego is telling you you need to be in order to get love it's bullshit. Mm -hmm. That's just not true. It's nothing to do with you. Just like when you are choosing a partner, when someone's not in alignment for you, it's also nothing to do with them. It's just not energetically a match. Mm -hmm. And so like feed your own soul, do the work, get, get connected to the magic of who you are so that when you're showing up on these dates, you're actually giving people a gift just from being in your presence. Like that's, that's the truth. <laughs> yeah, don't go on a fucking date unless you feel amazing and cancel it. If you feel like shit and you're depleted and you're looking for someone else to light you up or to give you an amazing experience, because when you show up and you're in alignment with yourself and you're in alignment with the magic of who you are, even if it's not someone you're aligned with, it's going to be a gift and a blessing to their life, even just meeting you. And you're going to have a much better time coming from that place. Yes. Yes. And I love how in everything you're saying, it's essentially relationship skills. And this is why I'm devoted to seeing how the skills of dating are the skills of relating. Yeah. Right. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to date and hope I find the right person. And then because I find the right person, I'm going to end up in a great relationship. And it's such an interesting thing to me. And a lot of, I mean, most of the women who come to me, they come because they want a relationship and they'll usually say, well, I've been, I've been on dating apps. I, I've been going on dates. I've been trying, I've been reading lots of books, right? But it's this place of, if you have a mindset, which actually is the old paradigm of love. Yeah. I'm a great person. I'm really powerful. So it shouldn't be hard for me. I should just be able to put my, put this half-assed dating profile up that sounds like everybody else's fucking dating profile and expect my unique, powerful, perfectly matched partner to me to be able to find me by luck. Guess what? Love is not lucky. And you are not open to love. You are not open to the possibility of love. If you have all this self-judgment about how it should happen for you, you have all this judgment about what should be happening on dating apps, because of course there's going to be people you don't match with. And of course there will be people that you do. And of course, if you get upset by people sending the message that you don't like every single time, Dating is going to be unbelievably emotionally draining. And that is at the root of burnout and fatigue. And for me, what's really important about burnout, and I'm totally borrowing this from the new book by Emily Nagoski and her sister, Amelia, Burnout. Please go get that book, everybody, because they found through research that burnout actually happens as a result of not processing emotions. Mm -hmm. So... I want to make really clear that having an open heart does not mean that you're happy all the time. Having an open heart does not mean that you love every single thing about dating. Are you kidding me? 
that is not the message that Kate and I are preaching. This kind of bullshit new age spirituality where you can just affirm your way into happiness. Part of the burnout and the fatigue around dating is you're not dealing with your lack of self-worth. You're not dealing with your insecurities. You're not dealing with your inner child wounds and you're not dealing with your intimacy fears. So dating remains hard when you don't face yourself. And how do we expect to have the relationship that we crave and the intimacy that we crave if we're not intimate with ourselves and we're not intimate with life and getting really radically honest about how you're dating because I'm so done clearly getting fired up now i'm so done with women not being in their power around every single area of their life and i'm really done with women being powerful everywhere except around relationship and this practice of um, i think every client of mine that has found love has found love online wow So online dating works. You can meet people everywhere, but it's a practice of recognizing that how you bring yourself to online dating. And I said this in my free workshop last night. It's like when you go to a party, you walk into the party, you're all dressed up, you're feeling amazing. You can't wait to go to this party, but you're not hoping you make a connection with every single person in the freaking party. (laughs) That is ridiculous. And you, you're, there's the mystery and the excitement when your friend invited you to a party that maybe you don't know who else will be there, right? And you wonder if some cute guys are going to be there. And you wonder, like me, I went to this epic rooftop party and I met Kate Harlow and fell in love with Kate Harlow because I was feeling amazing. This, that You and I both, we were yeah. both so excited to be at that party and so excited to be there that night. And yeah. then of course we were open because right, you could meet amazing girlfriends yes. at the parties you go to. So you could meet amazing friends. And I don't know if I've ever said this. One of my friends met this adorable guy on a, on the bus from Boston to New York City, and he was like ten years younger than her, so it ended up he was not for her. But she set him up with one of her really good friends. They're married with a kid now. Whoa! Yeah, and you so never we know who you're connecting with, and, and we get yeah. so limited. Yeah. It's so true. Oh my gosh, that reminds me of I'm um, my Frank story. I met this amazing human at a hockey game in Arizona, and like we had this epic conversation. At the time, I was single, and I was looking for like kind of half joking, but also wanted to live in California and looking for an American husband, like. As a- <laughs> As a joke, I didn't want a husband, but I wanted an American husband so I could live in California. And I met him, we were just like chatting and instant banter. He was sitting right behind me at the hockey game and he was so, so cute and like so charming and so funny and like, but not charming in a narcissist way in a really grounded way. And we had the, the, one of the funnest conversations I've ever had with a stranger, with a man stranger. It was so amazing sparks were flying and I was like oh you're from California I'm looking for an American husband he's like I'll be your husband and he's like get back here let's do an engagement shoot and we did this photo shoot my friend took all these photos of us and and we went for on a brunch date and we're now friends years later and this is like he's one of my favorite humans he's such a beautiful soul and I think like how cool maybe I shared this story once before on the podcast I can't remember but um but it was such a cool experience because that happened because I was in my radiance I was fully expanded. I was so filled up. I was loving my 
job at the time. I was traveling. I was in Arizona for a work event and I was so lit up from the inside out. And that's mm. why that connection happened. And of course, the, my mind was like, oh my God, it's my future boyfriend or, husband <laughs> or whatever. But actually he was just a dear friend and like how beautiful that that's where, and like our connection, it's just amazing that when you can walk through the world connected to yourself, rooted in yourself, present and heart open and actually like being aligned with who you are this is when you make magical connections everywhere you go so yes online dating is an amazing tool and there are like absolutely you can attract a partner through that modality if that's what you're meant to experience and you also can meet people fucking everywhere absolutely everywhere and if you are walking around and I think that you know people experience this a lot more when they travel because when we travel you're not in your day-to-day you're not in your habits patterns your little bubble your little limited way limited limited routine of being who you think you are like when we travel we get to experience new parts of ourselves Mm -hmm. that we don't experience in our daily life unless you're really intentional about breaking the habit of being yourself, Joe Dispenza. <laughs> um, and so there's a, there's a new energy that gets, that mm-hmm. gets activated when we're traveling. And that energy is what it magnetizes people to us. And you absolutely can co-create that energy in your life at home, but you, ha- it, it takes a lot of intention, inner work, and shifting where you're coming from within yourself and how you take care of yourself and how you honor yourself and how you set boundaries and, and, you know, let go of toxic situations. And like, there's so many ways that we can clear our energy to be in that magnetism, but most women experience it when they travel. And that's why, you know, that's why women believe, Oh, men are so forward in LA or they're so forward in Australia or whatever. And it's like, no, it's not the men, it's you. It's the energy you're bringing. And so I love hearing that story about your, your, um, what was your friend, friend. someone on a bus and then they ended up (laughs) her friend. It's like, same thing. Like you go on a date with someone from Bumble, maybe they're meant to be with your friend. Like, maybe they're meant to be your colleague one day. Like you never know the purpose of a connection, but if we're so limited in tunnel vision, thinking like I've got to find a partner, I've got to find a husband, I've got to find a boyfriend, you're going to miss out on the magical connections that could be so much more than just that one thing. And it's like not your job to control it anyways. You know, you can, it's your job to show up fully, to fill yourself up, to, to put yourself out there, to make the connections, to connect with people everywhere you go. And then the universe will take care of the rest for you. That's what I believe. Yes. And showing up with be by being the partner you want. Yeah. And I, again, I'm going to say burnout and fatigue is a result of you not facing yourself. Yeah. And why I get, cause I can hear the women that are like, well, I've been, and I have clients who start out this way. I've been dating for 10 years and I'm sick of dating. And it's like, be sick of doing it the way you've been doing yeah. it by yourself because this I and again, the old paradigm has you think that you don't have choice or control over this rather than you actually do. There are ways to write a profile that you attract high quality people. There are ways to communicate and create emotional intimacy and attraction so that a man can't wait to keep talking to you. 
But if you are waiting for permission to open your heart, if you are not dealing with the inner work of love, you're going to keep digging yourself a hole and keep blaming the dating app. Or then worse, your mind will tell you that maybe you're just not meant to have love rather than getting vulnerable and honest about the support you need. And I, th this is my work, the inner work of love. And guess what? Then when you end up with a partner in your inner relationship, and I was saying this to someone last night, my clients come back to me, not because they're dealing with their old shit anymore. They come back to me with their partner saying, we want to go deeper, mm. teach us how to do intimacy in this new way. So you actually do transform. It isn't that I have to deal with my inner work for the rest of my life. And in my upcoming program, my program's called Open to Love. And I haven't led a group program in three years. And I've taken everything that I've learned over the past nine and finally condensed it down to essentially the signature work of what the inner work is around dating and how to be empowered in dating and how to never end up in a toxic relationship ever again and how to drop the victim mentality and the princess mentality and step into queen and power and to give men a chance and to stop closing your heart just because you don't get the response that you want. Because if you do that, imagine a man saying, well, I'm only going to be a gentleman online if she's kind to me first. I'm only going to open doors for her if I feel like it. That's how you're behaving. When you're doing that on dating, he, I'm only going to be kind and playful and open and engaging and flirt unless I get the response I want, or I'm going to judge the hell out of his profile and then forget that he's actually taking a risk too. Mm -hmm. It's insane. I'm so, and, and look, it's not our fault because of course, again, the reality that I, I get it. It has got to be freaking frustrating as hell if you've been dating for a really long time and it's not working for you. But guess what? It's frustrating as hell to assume that there's nothing that could shift inside of you to have it be easier or things that you can learn. And I think that's truly the worst part of the old paradigm that it sets us up to say, here's the fairy tale. Here's the romance. You can just get taken for a ride. And then we under wonder why we end up with narcissists. Mm -hmm. If you want to get taken for a ride, you're looking for a parent and you're looking for a Prince Charming who will appear like a toxic narcissist who will come on really, really strong and will suck you dry rather than being in the soul of who you are. You get soulful love is a result of you being connected with your soul first. And then you pay attention to how you're being treated and you pay attention to how you're being on the app and how you're being on a date. Cause it's not about what you do. And we're here, this podcast, our whole mission is to transform the way we talk about love period to transform the relationship you have with yourself, but transform the way we talk about love. I'm so done with narcissistic and toxic relationships being the norm. Mm. We hear you. We hear all of you. You write to us. All of you are asking you questions about toxic relationship and narcissist. And you want to protect yourself from ever ending up with a narcissist or a toxic relationship ever again, join open to love because that's the mission open to life, open to your heart, learn how to stay open to people and also protect yourself like the prize you are because one module is the skills of relationship boundaries and communication is freaking part of that. It does not have to be so hard. Yes, it's essential. It's essential. Um, open to, it's so important to know how to open to love. Most women, even, even women who are jumping from relationship to relationship, most of them are shut down from real love. This is a learnable skill and nobody taught us how. And yes, obviously we teach you a lot on the podcast, 
but there are going to be so many pieces that you don't even know are operating inside of you that will be illuminated in working on this journey with Catherine. So go to the link below this video, sign up for Open to Love. It's going to totally change your life. And I'm just thinking as you're talking, I'm like, oh my God, I've never thought about swept off her feet. Oh, I just want to be swept off my feet. No, you don't. You want your feet fucking planted firmly on the earth. If anyone, I, I, I spoke with a woman yesterday about um, this man. She's like, he was so amazing in the beginning. He was just like, love, like so much love, so fast. It was so good. It was so, mm. that is a red flag. Love bombing is a classic narcissist trait. And so if something feels like you're being swept off your feet, check in with yourself because it means your feet aren't planted on the ground. You want to deepen in love, not get swept off your feet, deepen into yourself in partnership. So yeah, Catherine is the expert and she will guide you back home to yourself so that you can have the most pleasurable experience dating and empowered experience dating and make a choice when you find the right person or attract the right person to be able to make that choice from an empowered, clear, conscious place as opposed to a swept off your feet, whoa, high on a fantasy experience. And it's a big deal. You know, this program is for women who maybe you've dabbled in working on yourself. You've been listening to the podcast and you have enough self-awareness when you're willing to go to those deeper places, because that's essentially your ticket to real love. Your ticket to real love is getting intimate with yourself and not being afraid of your pain and of your disappointment and of your loneliness. Because if you are unwilling to feel those things, you're, you're stuffing them aside. And then you're one why you have physical pain in your body or you feel burned out and fatigued or you're only attracting unavailable people if you're only attracting unavailable people you're unavailable and your heart is closed yeah. if you're attracting narcissists your heart is closed this doesn't have to be rocket science if and and part of my passion really is helping women who haven't had healthy relationships find love because that was me that was me. And I put the stake in the ground one day and said, you know what? No freaking way is this how my story is going to go. And no freaking way that this is what's meant for me because no freaking way is burnout and fatigue meant for you. No freaking way are you designed to settle. No freaking way or is struggle city around love the answer. And there is no such thing as a perfect relationship, but you better believe there are relationships that can be fun and it's your best friend and you enjoy spending time with each other and you can ride the waves of all that is included in a relationship. And that's what I want for you, that you walk away from open to love, almost like you've just gone to a PhD level program around relationship and you feel armed with the tools to stay connected to yourself, not just this nice experience where you learn a couple things, but you actually transform. And that's the power of group work because maybe you're someone that's always been in one-on-one -on -one work, in group work, and you know this, this is part of why the immersion is magical. You don't have to be in the hot seat in order to heal. You can watch someone else do a piece of work. You can listen to the stories of other women and how else will we change consciousness around love unless we have groups of women at a time talking about dating differently and groups of women at a time supporting one another and staying honest and true to themselves and believing in the beauty of their dreams. And when you watch one woman fall in love in a healthy way, she gives you permission that it's possible for you to do the same. And that's what Open to Love is about. And we're creating that community of women who are saying, you you know what? I don't have to totally, I don't have to throw out love. 
I don't have to keep believing that I'm meant to struggle or settle or sacrifice. And hmm, maybe there's something is going on inside of me if I'm only attracting toxic men or emotionally unavailable people. And so the program is $1,200 for eight weeks. And if you are listening on the podcast, open heart, all capital letters, open heart. This is your special code as a new tooth podcast listener to receive this program for $9.97. And I don't think that I can't even believe the amount of value that I'm giving in this program for 997, but I want to make it a no freaking brainer for you. And that's why I'm offering this is essentially the past nine years of work, walking you through the steps, having you identify your childhood patterns, because guess what? They don't go away. And if you make them conscious, then you're not afraid. You're not afraid of rejection. You're not afraid of abandonment. You're not afraid of being judged. You actually start getting afraid of living your life from a small place. And you can't imagine doing it that way. And that's the invitation. So the doors are open to open to love. The link is below. Remember the code open heart, all capital letters, 997 for you. My new truth podcast fan. Run over there. This will change the whole game. If you are burnt out, this is your next step. And I love what you said. It's like the common denominator is always ourselves. You know, if you're experiencing, if you, if you've been desiring partnership for 10 years and haven't attracted it, the common denominator is you. If you're attracting toxic men, the common denominator is you. If you are um, jumping from relationship to relationship, common denominator is you. If you hate online dating, it's you, my love. It's you, it's you. And not. I don't say that to blame you. It's not your fault, but we're here to empower you. And healing and transformation does not occur without support and sisterhood and being in a community where you're moving towards uh, transformation together. So together we rise, sign up, link is below. And yeah, we love you so much. Love you. See you soon. And can't wait to be with some of you and open to love. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.